Hey everyone, I'm Tony Hardman, your host for Not Quite Zen, a podcast about struggling with mental health and finding ways to make life better. I've struggled with mental health all my life, but through lots of therapy and hard work, I've learned how to be calmer, happier, and more grounded. And I hope that this show can do the same for you. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, and hello to any new listeners. If you haven't already, I encourage you to go to notquitezen.co and sign up for my newsletter. You'll get helpful mental health content delivered once per week. So it can be hard to find a sense of peace in our hectic lives. We're constantly faced with challenges and stressful situations that can feel impossible to overcome. We're bombarded with constant noise, phone notifications, emails, text messages, advertisements. Every news story is breaking news. There's constant interruptions. Modern society is enough to make anyone's head spin. So how do you chill the F out amongst all that noise? Well, there's a lot of different things you can do, and I'm going to talk about them repeatedly on this podcast. But in this episode... I want to focus on the idea of equanimity. Equanimity is a state of mind where you're calm and composed no matter what's happening around you. It means reacting to situations with balance and composure. Being able to see the bigger picture, recognizing that things don't always go as planned and being okay with that. Think of it like being the eye of a hurricane. Everything around you could be chaotic and swirling and coming to pieces, but inside, you're calm. I'll talk more about different examples, but first, let's look at where the idea for equanimity originated. I had always heard the word equanimity before, but it wasn't until recent years that I really understood what it meant. And this came to me through meditation practice and was introduced in Calm's Learn to Meditate series. And when I came across it, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I can learn to be chill. I can learn to be even keeled and not be so reactive to the things that are going on in the world around me. And that was a problem that I had had throughout the majority of my adult life and even in childhood. Caused me lots of problems, caused me interpersonal problems, caused problems at work, caused problems in relationships as I'm sure you can imagine. Learning how to embrace equanimity and be more calm is an amazing thing. Equanimity is typically defined as having an even temper or a tranquil state of mind in the face of stress. The idea of equanimity is rooted in Buddhist teachings, but that's a distilled down simplistic explanation of equanimity's origins. Buddhist tradition includes a complex history of the concept of equanimity, which has had different meanings over time. The Theravadan Buddhist literature, which has had a profound influence on what we think of as modern mindfulness-based practices, defines the term as natural feeling, which is to say neither pleasant nor unpleasant. It does not intensify or dull mental states. You might think of this as being even-keeled steadied, well-balanced. That's the definition that I'm discussing in this episode. I don't claim to be an expert on Buddhism, but if you dig deeper into equanimity, 
you'll find varying definitions. And if you pursue this concept further, that might be something of value to you. Let's talk about examples of equanimity. I already mentioned the idea of being the eye of the hurricane, but how does that look in practice? The most common example you'll find is in meditation. Finding a quiet place to meditate isn't always easy. You're going to have dogs barking, or in my case, with two pugs snoring, as they're doing as I try to record this episode. People talking, HVAC systems coming on and off and blowing, phone notifications. If you have a loud computer kicking on, that can be super annoying. I meditate before I go to bed while my wife watches Grey's Anatomy on her iPad. If you don't have equanimity, focusing on meditating can be really challenging. Having equanimity means coming at it with an attitude of the world is just going to keep going on around me, but I'm going to be chill about it. I'm not going to let these distractions affect me. When you practice this regularly, it can carry over to other aspects of your life. Work, for example. Let me give you a personal experience. I work in communications. And where I work, a lot of times, and I think this is probably true for a lot of people that work in communications or even marketing, higher-ups or clients, if you're at an agency, they will oftentimes change the deliverables that you give to them. So you might have put a ton of effort into writing a super effective communication or marketing plan or whatever it is. And depending on the client or the senior leader, they could completely change it. When this used to happen to me, I would get really upset because I was passionate about what I did and I poured my heart into my work. And the same is true for most of my colleagues. They're often unhappy because this happens so frequently where I work. Not to say that where I work is a bad place. It's certainly not at all. But it's just part of doing business. With equanimity, I can let these things go. Or at least let them go quickly if I've had an initial negative reaction. I don't dwell on it. I don't think the same is true for, I would say, all of my colleagues and probably a lot of you out there. And if you think about the people that you work with, I'm sure you can imagine the same is true for many of them. I get it. You may be passionate about your work, but what good is this doing you? What benefits do you see by harboring these negative feelings? Work is a contract. You're paid for your time. So my first suggestion would be find passion outside of work. That's why I have this podcast. I have control over my passion and I let work be work. If you can't do that, then equanimity can give you some distance from negative feelings so that work can continue to be your passion. This will also help you avoid burnout. This is not to confuse equanimity with apathy. I'm not telling you to stop caring about the quality of your work. Equanimity gives you balance so you can choose how you want to react. I'll talk more about the difference between apathy and equanimity in a moment, but let's continue with more examples. One last example I can give you is using it when you have a disagreement. You can disagree with someone and be passionate about your side of the argument without letting it control your emotions. With equanimity, you can stay emotionally neutral, which in turn will strengthen your argument. 
If the other person is raising their voice and getting animated while you remain calm, your argument will appear to be stronger. And if you're wrong, you can take in the other person's side more objectively to come to that conclusion. I promise this actually works. I used to have knockdown, drag out fights with my wife. They were bad. And part of the reason it was because we are both really passionate when we get angry. And that anger can very easily cloud your thinking. I have worked over the years to manage my anger and I incorporate, or I try to incorporate, I should say, this idea of equanimity in my everyday life. And so because it becomes more of the default response when I'm met with adversity or stressors, it makes it much easier for me to remain calmer during an argument with my wife. Not to say that I don't sometimes raise my voice or get angry, but it's incredibly rare for it to be at the level that it ever was in the past. And if it ever does rise to that level, there's usually a pretty strong reason for it. This show is not quite zen. I'm not perfect. I'm not going to pretend to be. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're never going to get angry in an argument or you know, you're always going to be calm and chill. It's just not going to be the case. But you can get significantly better. Let's go back to this idea for a moment of equanimity versus apathy. The word equanimity is often confused with apathy. So what's the difference? Well, apathy is complete lack of emotion or enthusiasm. Equanimity is a sense of calmness and balance in the face of tension and adversity. Apathy prevents you from thoughtfully examining different situations. It's more an attitude of, I simply don't give a shit. You should give a shit about the world around you and the situations you find yourself in. If you don't care about things that happen in your life or the world around you, that can easily lead to depression. And if lots of people adopted that attitude, then the world would become an even darker place. This idea is greatly expanded upon in an amazing book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. I highly recommend it. I will link to it in the show notes, or you can go check out the blog post on notquitezen.co, and you'll see a link there. Equanimity is the perfect antidote to the craziness of our modern lives. It's a way to maintain composure in the face of difficulty to not let life's drama get you down, which is very different from apathy. The benefits of equanimity are unlimited. It can help you better manage stress and anxiety. It can make your relationship stronger. It can even make you more successful in your career. By holding equanimity in your mind, you can create self-awareness. You can focus on what's going on internally and how it's affecting you instead of letting external factors like social media, news headlines, or a million other of life's annoyances steer you in the wrong direction. It allows you to take a more constructive action rather than allowing feelings to determine your response to any given situation. Practicing equanimity has other benefits as well, such as increased confidence, improved decision-making skills, less stress, better quality of sleep, and increased energy levels, in my experience. So how do you achieve this desirable attitude? There are many ways you can practice equanimity, and here are five tips that you can use to incorporate it into your everyday life. 
Number one, start a daily meditation practice. When you meditate, you can take time for yourself to just be. You can sit quietly and do nothing but be in the moment with no worries or concerns. It's a time for you to step back from your life and collect your thoughts before moving forward with your day or week ahead or before falling asleep. You can also use meditation to find peace in any stressful situations. So going back to the work example, in the past when I was stressed out by something, I would just react. And then as I started to incorporate equanimity, my default would be a little more relaxed about the situation, but depending on what was going on, that may not work. So I would do a two minute emergency calm down meditation and it would work to great effect to help me detach from whatever situation was going on. By creating a daily practice of doing this, just like physical exercise, you're strengthening your mind and you're rewiring your thoughts and how you react to different situations. Number two, set realistic goals for yourself. Don't expect too much from yourself or others. If you're constantly disappointed, it can be hard to be chill about things. That's not to say don't set goals, but build upon them, you know, slowly. And another great book that can help you with this is Atomic Habits by James Queer. He talks about doing micro goals every single day and building upon that progress. I'll also link that in the show notes and in the blog post. Number three, be more mindful of your surroundings. Don't multitask so much. Give each moment its own attention. Number four, take time for self-care every day, whether it's taking a bath or going for a walk outside just to breathe in some fresh air. This can help bring in some more calm. And number five, try to consciously adopt a more carefree attitude. This will build up over time. Apply it to one situation that comes up in your life and see how it goes, and then build upon that experience. So this is a short episode, and I'll talk more about equanimity and mindfulness in future episodes. But for now, I hope you found this introduction helpful, and I challenge you to practice it and report back to me. Go to notquitezen.co and send me a message via the contact form. I would love to hear how it worked for you or any feedback you have on the show. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to subscribe so that you're notified every time a new one is posted. Also, please rate, review, and share this podcast because the more we talk about mental health, the better life can get for those who struggle. Now, please join me in taking one small step towards a calmer day with a meditation. Find a comfortable position, sit upright with a straight back, maintaining awareness. If you're driving, continue to focus on the road. Gently close your eyes if you're able and tune into your body. Adopt an intention of ease. If parts of your body feel sore or pressure, that's okay. Just let it be with detached curiosity. There's no need to focus on it or react to it. Start by taking a few deep breaths to help let your mind settle and focus on the present moment. As you exhale, relax your body further. Breathe into any tension you may be feeling. 
Now you can resume breathing naturally. Notice where in the body you feel the breath the most. It may be in the stomach or abdomen where you can feel the rising and falling. It may be in the nostrils where you can feel the cool air entering your body and the warm air as you exhale. Pick a spot and stick with it. This is your anchor throughout this meditation practice. Now stay with the breath. You may have noticed your mind wandering. That's okay. Use it as an opportunity to strengthen mindfulness. When you notice your mind wandering, simply bring your attention back to the breath. This will help you strengthen your ability to focus. If there are distracting noises or sounds, just simply let them be and continue to focus on the breath. You are a mountain, still, unmovable, unchanging. The seasons come and go, the earth changes, but you remain balanced and unaffected by external forces. Keep going just a little bit longer. Now relax your attention.
The only thing certain in life is that it will constantly change and swirl around you. Hold on to this feeling of equanimity throughout your day. Be a mountain, calm and still. If you're sitting, bring your attention back to the room. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll join me next time.